to the number six game of the third-party Wii games of our top ten list. And that game is A Boy in His Blob, which was published by Majesco and developed by WayForward, our, our buddies over there. Um, and this came out in late 2009. I'm Neil Ronahan, and I'm with Nate Andrews and Zach Miller. Hello. Hey, Blob, come here. <laughs> hey, hey. So I guess let's just get started real quick. And uh, have any of you guys played the original? No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did the extra life on it, didn't you, Nate? Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> um, so you played the Wii one before you went to the NES one, right? I th- yeah, I think so. Which is probably <laughs> a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember trying, because I, I mean, the idea of it sounds so cool. It's like you're this kid, and you got this blob, and like he's an alien, but he's real nice, and like you give him jelly beans. Like It's such a cool, like very childlike idea, but that original game is hard as balls. It is, yeah, it doesn't help you at all. Yeah. So there was a there was a version for DS that was being kicked around that was actually kind of made by uh, David Crane, uh, the guy he made Pitfall. Was he actually involved in that one? Um, there there was an article on the site. Maybe I'll I will have to link it somehow. Um, I did some research on it, and basically he after a boy in his blob, I think sometime after that, like he left and formed another company, and then wound up forming uh what I remember in like sixth grade is CandyStand.com. I don't know if either of you guys are familiar with it. You might be too old slash too young. Nope. A little of both. But so they had this DS version that David Which, Crane... Uh, the screens that you had in that article look atrocious. Yeah. Uh, so David Crane went and formed this other company that then made, like, um, internet adver games. Basically kind of invented it. And then that development team wound up kind of working with Majesco, who owned the rights to the, to the Blob game, on this DS version that then never really happened. Um, it got canceled, and it seems for good reason, because, you know, we tried to... Jazz the kid up. It it was basically like um, yeah, he, he, was, he like they poochied him. He had a yeah yeah they poochied him. Oh, they they made him like uh, Mickey, uh, not Mickey, uh, Chuck E. Cheese is now. Yep. Nice. And where it's a it's, you know a cool place to be a kid or whatever. So thank God that way forward got to make this game instead because this game is is more of an it's not even necessarily an ode to the original game. It's like an ode to eighties Disney animation, and it seems kind of poignant about how this came out when uh, way forward just put out another Majesco published game that's an ode to like 80s pop culture with Double Dragon Neon. But that's neither here nor there. Let's let's focus on the blob. And I'll start it off by telling my my little anecdote that I've probably said on a connectivity episode before about how at E3 2009, Zach and Zach and my first E3 ever. Indeed. Which was the first time we ever met, too. Fond memories. But I was at the Majesco appointment and Majesco not not to be too much of a douche they usually have a bunch of shit that you don't care about but it seems like every year they have that one game that looks awesome um in in other years it was uh monster tail nano assault like there's always that one game generally and this year it was boy in his blob i had no idea i mean i remember the game getting announced but because i thought the original game kind of sucked i didn't really care yeah and i i got the demo on the game and i was absolutely floored like it was it was probably my personal game of show that year. No contest. Wow. Um, so then over that ensuing summer, this is when I was first doing PR for NWR, and I just bugged the PR rep that I met at E3 and was just like, so uh, can, can I come to New York and play it? Can can I can I come and play it? Finally, he relented, so I got to play more of the game, and then I wound up uh, being over at Pixelbit when it came out, but I reviewed it there, and then Andy reviewed it for NWR. That's right. And uh, we both really dug the game. And yeah, I mean it, it's the art style is just gorgeous. Oh yeah. Um, 
I, I take it you guys agree? Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty unanimous. It's, it's it's so simplistic, but it's so wonderful and animated well, and the, and the worlds you explore are so great and moody. I, I don't think talking about it, you know, can really do it justice. True. Definitely. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you go, like, you look at it, and it seems like, okay, it's just going to be like this forest environment for the entire thing, and then you go, you go to space, and space. it's real cool. Uh, and you ride a rocket ship, which is actually probably the worst part of the game. It is. But it, it, the first time, you're like, this is awesome, and then they use it in puzzles and levels, and you're like, oh. <laughs> and then the music's another thing that's really, really effective, because it does, it does set that tone of, like, in, you know, it... it uh, it's like what Super 8 tried to do, where they had, you know, this kind of whimsy that they were trying to achieve that 80s level. And I think A Boy and His Blob kind of accomplished that, but in a different way. I also think Super 8 did, too, but I know that some people... It's, it's a little divisive. Um, but I just... I really, really like A Boy and His Blob. And it's oh, not necessarily too. that I think the gameplay is totally aces, because there's some parts where, like... Like, there's really kind of no clue of what to do next, even though they do have signs almost everywhere, but that kind of goes away in the second half of the game. It does. And, I mean, there's definitely some flaws on the game design, but because of the overall package, it's it's so worthwhile, and it's just such a wonderful game experience. Yeah. My, my only problem with the game, really, is that it, uh, throwing the beans, the jelly beans, can sometimes be a little finicky. Definitely. Like, you gotta You gotta really... Really throw them right sometimes. Yeah. Oh, and the whole call the blob 87 times before he... Blob! Yeah. Hey! Gets old. Yeah. I mean, I do love how the blob seems to have a mind of its own, and there is a really effective stuff where you can see how sad the blob gets, and you come back and you hug him, and you're just like, oh, shit, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, the hug button makes that game really nice. I mean, I think you take the hug button out of that game, and it becomes significantly worse. <laughs> and it's such a small thing, but it's true. Like, the hug button is just kind of like the the little cherry on top. It's already a delicious cupcake, but you just made that cupcake way more appealing, because you're just like, look at the cherry. <laughs> There's a hug button. Uh, love that hug button. And the music. The music is excellent The music also. is wonderful, as we have already said. I feel like uh, there, there's just not that much to say about this game that we haven't already said. You know, here's how good it was. It was one of our site-wide game club games. Yeah, uh, the site-wide game of the month. That lasted for three months. <laughs> oh, I guess technically four, but there were only three games. Yes. <laughs> um, this was this was our inaugural. Uh, uh, Boy and His Blob was our inaugural like game club game. And it, it was the only one that actually went through a vote. So right. it, it beat out a bunch of other games. And Boy and His Blob is a damn good game. <laughs> it is. Um, you and you should go and it. check out that coverage that we have then, uh, from then. There's even a connectivity segment that probably is about double the length of this. And we'll go into a lot more detail. Indeed. You should check uh, that out We also out have as Scott. Well. Maybe Scott was the glue that held this podcast together. <laughs> as always. But, I, I mean, it is the kind of thing where it's just like... Uh, if you haven't checked out this game and you really like fun, beautiful things with nice, nice music and, and jelly beans, you should go check this out. Um, <laughs> if you have already checked out this game, then you probably know what we're talking about, where there are some flaws to it, but you can mostly overlook them because of the great style that surrounds the game. Yeah, I, I, kinda, I wouldn't mind a sequel. I know there's been rumors of it, that there was like a 3DS version in the works, and I know that the guys at WayForward actually... Uh, I mean, as far as that whole, that the 80s tie that, uh, whatchamacallit, a boy and his blob and double jack and neon have, they are directed by the same guy, Sean Valesco. 
And he also directed Blood Rain. Yeah, yeah, he did do Blood that's Rain. That's weird. Yeah, and um, he did the Batman Brave and the Bold games as well. So that's kind of what he's done after Blob. I mean, he does a lot of good 2D games. Yeah. And you can kind of tell by looking at from, from Blob to Batman to Blood Rain to Double Dragon, you know, it, it, you can kind of tell that it's the same dude working on it. Same team as well. Nate, you would know this. Did uh did Vert do the music for A Boy and His Blob? I actually don't. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I've never heard his name uh, associated with it. He seems to be doing like all the way forward stuff, but I'm, I'm he, honestly yeah, not I, sure. I don't know if that was before he he started there. For those who don't know, uh, go listen to the Double Dragon Neon soundtrack. It's incredible. So good. It's better than the game. <laughs> <laughs> by far <laughs> i've heard i've heard such differing things about that game it's a very entertaining game but not because it's good if i had playstation plus i'd have it for free yeah that's really the only reason i'd ever have it i played it at, i played it at pax east and was not a huge fan ah uh, uh, this is pretty much just the talk about anything else about way forward time of the podcast we will wrap it up soon get another shantae sequel going yeah um way forward they don't make perfect games, but god damn it, beautiful art, lots of great style, wonderful music. They're they're the developer that I always want to just turn that corner and just have them like put out a masterpiece. And maybe that will be Adventure Time. I think if somebody gave them a really important franchise, they'd really, you know, buck up and do it right. I would love to see them work with Nintendo. I would too. Let's get that chibi Metroid going. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the composer for A Boy and His Blob was Daniel Sadowski. Good hmm. guy. I uh, don't know who he is, but <laughs> great music in this game, yeah. so it does not invert. Good job, Daniel. Um, Yeah, A Boy and His Blob is our number six game, and it is fantastic. Does anybody have anything else to say about this game? Play it. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> How'd you last ten minutes in this stop, podcast? Stop listening to how great the game is and go play the game. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll be here for another couple weeks talking about these top ten games. So uh, tune into those, and I promise that those podcasts will probably be more cohesive and focused than this one. Ah. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, enjoy the rest of the feature. Bye.